Go Ask Alice is a show intended for adult audiences because adults want to learn too. Sometimes we cover sensitive material, so please take care of yourselves and listener discretion is advised. Now on to the show. Hello, internet friends, and welcome back to another episode of Go Ask Alice, the show where we jump down random internet rabbit holes and bring you wonderful factoids from our adventures in Wiki Wonderland. I'm Sarah, and I'm looking into a How to Train Your Llama course because I would like to buy one. <laughs> uh, I'm Lindsay, and I just got a package. Woo. And I'm Jean, and I genuinely want world peace because the world is a horrible, horrible place. Oh, give him a crown. (laughs) This is the show where we don't solve any of the world's problems. And instead, we wander around Wikipedia in search for interesting facts and things that we just plainly did not know. We all start on the same wiki page every week. We wander around using hyperlinks within the article until we've stumbled upon something we cannot stop reading. Typically, this is two paragraphs or more, after which we are beholden to share it with each other and with all of you. This week, we started on jump rope or jumping rope or or skipping skipping rope. rope. As it turns out, however we phrased it, the article redirected us. So it'll be interesting to see how far we wandered because whatever I plugged in, Wiki did not have. Jean, we have thrown into the deep end, starting with baby steps. So Jean will be filling in. To watch and observe. Yeah. Like a zoo. Like a zoo. (laughs) I'm trying to paddle back to the shallows, but we'll see how it goes. And to throw Jean in the deep end, we're going to start with question of the week, which is Jean's question. So the question is, and it's one apparently that you use for students to get them thinking, is if somebody gives you a million dollars right now and you've got to spend it within an hour, what do you do? And as Jean pointed out when we were talking, I was like, I'd buy a house. And he's like, you can't do that in an hour. And I'm like, God damn, you're right. (laughs) So it's a bit tricky. So... Jean, what would you do? You know, it's funny. I use this with my students all the time. And yeah, I have never sat down and thought about what I would actually do. No one's thrown it back in my face before. So I'm like, (laughs) wait a minute. I didn't have time to prep. This sucks. Do you have good answers from the students? Oh my God. You know, it's funny. They're always like, I'd buy a house. And just like you. And I'm like, no, no, you wouldn't. Because that's a long process. Um, (laughs) They'd say they'd give it to their parents. I'm like, no, but you have to spend it. You can't just give it to like someone who would just give it back to you later right yeah i don't know it's 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 been a wild spoiler alert i don't currently have a job i'm looking for one (laughs) so you would just use it for groceries (laughs) i would buy all of costco a a million dollars worth of groceries yes (laughs) buy out a whole shop right since i volunteer at a shelter i think i would literally just donate all of it and not feel any any shred of regret because I just, just want to help. World peace. World peace. Save all of the animals. Very sweet. I like. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather give it away than stress over like what I'm going to buy for myself, you know? Yeah, that's good. What would you do, Lindsay? I really think, like, I really tried to put myself in the mode of, okay, this just happened. You really just handed this to me. I think I would panic and I would call everybody I've ever known and pay off their debt. Ooh. Ooh. That's a good one. At first, I was like, oh, I pay off my own debt. But thanks to Biden and and everything that's going to happen in the US with our student debt. So I actually won't have any student debt because of the loan forgiveness. So then I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll pay off my brother's debt then or then my parents. It's like, okay, who's got a mortgage? Let's go. Let's wrap it all up. Everyone would love you and they would owe you. (laughs) Maybe that's the way to bring it back, right? It's all, you know, then I get it from them later. (laughs) As some dollar bills. 
Smart. I would probably do, I don't know, like ideally I would buy like a giant block of land and start my own animal shelter, but I can't do that in an hour. So fair enough. So I'd probably give it away, maybe pay off my my student loan and then just the rest give to people I love and know or give to people who just look like they need it. Oh, you know what? Maybe we could also just buy like a really nice gin to celebrate the fact that we had a million dollars. A really nice bottle of wine. Ooh, I don't drink alcohol, so I don't know. Oh, okay. We could buy a really nice <laughs> jump rope. Because <laughs> that's all I can think about right now. <laughs> Good segue. Good segue. <laughs> A golden jump rope. Where did you end up, Sarah? I ended up on social grooming. Like, you know how animals groom themselves socially? That's, oh, like that's kitties. Monkeys. monkeys. Oh, yeah, like kitties. Oh, I thought this was going down like a dark path. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> okay, so to be fair, when I clicked on it, I forget what page I was on, but I saw the word social grooming. I'm like, oh my God, I bet that's what like online predators do. And I was pleasantly surprised, so. Okay, good. <laughs> so you made everyone else experience that emotion too. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you end up? I ended up on macaroni. <gasps> macaroni. And it's not what you think. It's not what you think? Nope. Oh, like the dance? No, that's the macarena. Oh, macaroni. That's not the macarena, Sarah. <laughs> Uh, it sounds like nobody's going to guess. I think you should go first because I can't sit through not knowing what it is. Like macaroni, the food? It's not like the food. What? What? What, is, what else is Literally, there? what other? What is it? Okay, dive in. We played 20 questions. <laughs> is this is this a time or place for it? <laughs> is it an object? Okay, I'm very glad that Jean is here because Sarah, I'm going to ask you a question. And if you can't answer, I'm going to make Jean answer it. Can, do you? know the song Yankee Doodle? Yeah, I can't sing it, but I know of it. I'll I'll sing parts of it and you jump in with the word. Like I'm going to leave a blank and you say what's what comes next if you know the words. Okay. Okay. Yankee Doodle went to school farm town. He went to town. <laughs> school. Oh, no. Is it school? We don't know. Town. We're we're both technically from other countries. We were not born in the United States. Wait, were you, Sarah? No, no. No, I I was born in Russia. I'm Australian. I didn't know you were born in Russia. We don't know these things. We don't know your American culture. <laughs> Riding on a uh, a horse. I know that doesn't rhyme with anything. Pony. Pony. Oh yes, yes, yes. Pony. Oh Got yeah, it. pony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuck a feather in his... Leather? Cap. <laughs> Hat is close enough. Cap, okay. Cap, hap, whatever, same thing. And called it... Macaroni! Macaroni! <laughs> what the... Why have I never questioned this goes. before? That's the song. Those are the lyrics to Yankees, you know? And the whole time, when I was a kid, I thought that just meant he was being silly. And here's just a silly word, macaroni. <laughs> I didn't even think to think about Is it. Is it not? It means something very specific. Okay. I can't wait to find out. Is it a fashion <laughs> yeah. thing? It actually, Sarah, a fashion thing is a good way to summarize it. To get here, so for anybody who doesn't know, the song that little the little ditty that we just all workshop together is from about the mid 1700s, around the time of the American Revolution, which is why it is such an American 
tune uh, that I butchered. So sorry, country. <laughs> but it is actually slang from the 1750s. That is why it ended up in the song. The next lines are something along, something to the tune of like, Yankee Doodle, keep it up, Yankee Doodle, dandy. Okay, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Okay, so a dandy is kind of not really, it's not, it's not a great word. If somebody calls you a dandy, they're probably trying to hurt your feelings or, you know, it's kind of a pejorative term. But like fine and dandy. Yeah, no, dandy can be used in a positive way to mean that everything is good and positive. But if somebody calls you a dandy, they typically mean that you are weak and effeminate. And it's like that kind of stereo. I was going to say flamboyant, right? Oh. Flamboyant, yes. Um, the easiest way for us in modern times. I'm guessing it's very homophobic from back in the day because. That is the modern way to understand what a macaroni is. But it's not necessarily like a slur or something like, you know, that negative. It's just, I, it had the same weight as when we say hipster. So if we say, oh my God, that person's such a hipster, like we don't mean that in a good way, but it also refers to a way of dressing, a style of life, that sort of a thing. So somebody who was a macaroni wore a lot of high-end clothing and had a very meticulous eating sort of habit. They would be very, very detail-oriented and very snobbish. That is so specific. Why does this feel like the Kardashians? <laughs> Are they macaronis? The Kardashians feel like this. Like you never see them eat and they wear very expensive things. I was thinking of hipsters in the way that hipsters are very exclusive. Like, oh, you've never heard of this song before. Oh, I dress like only in vintage clothing that nobody could ever find again. I am so singular and cool. But I actually think that you could apply that same exclusivity to the Kardashians, right? It's like, this. these are really expensive clothes. My hair is done by a professional designer designer because it's kind of like the quote that i stole from the wiki article is that dandy oh not dandy sorry that macaronis exceeded the bounds of ordinary fashion oh okay yeah it sounds very hipster or very kind of elitist perfectly the word yes and in fact even historians have trouble being like were they just queer or were they just really high class? And kind of the negativity of the time is like, is this class awareness or is this homophobia? It's actually kind of difficult to disentangle. I want to hope that it was something a little bit nicer, but it was probably mean. I kind of I kind of love that, though, because there you can't make the distinction. So it's like... You can just throw it out there at whoever fits the mold, regardless of yeah. what the truth yeah, is. Yeah, right? absolutely. So in, in that sense, it doesn't need to be like so negative. You're more making an observation of like... I, but this is why I come back to hipster as an example, because somebody can dress like a hipster and hipsters very well put together, yeah. right? Like they accessorize. Yes. Hipsters aren't always like the grimy kind of... Some, some yeah. stereotypes, I guess, are. But you can have like the hipster who's like, you know, the film nerd, who's just really into like French foreign films and wears a scarf all the time and those weird square looking hats and whatever. They are, um, you know, high class. Like they have high class hobbies. They have high class ways that they dress. Fedora. Uh, it's elitist. And it's it's not a bad thing. It's just, it is what it is. <laughs> And you're I, jealous. Deal with it. Cope. <laughs> yeah. 
this the 1700s? Yeah, 1750s-ish. I feel like high-class society was inherently a little bit camp because it was so very status-orientated. That's camp. No, you're absolutely... you look back at all of the fancy portraits and you're like, that's fabulous. Yes. That's so camp. And it's amazing, but they had no idea. Well, so that's exactly the thing is that the stereotype of a person who was macaroni, what that look was, was the over-the-top crazy powdered wigs with like all of the curls. I was just about to say. Yes. Yes. I was like, are these like the guys who wore like powder and blush and put on that like little fake mole with the big curly wigs? Yes. 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 And one of my favorite things that I learned from looking at this was that they also wore hats that would go so high up on their powdered wigs that were so hard to position that you had to use the tip of a sword to get it up there. Hell yes. (laughs) Like their arms. We we need to bring this back. And I love the, like, from the Yankee Doodle, the little feather in the hat, because I'm just getting pimp vibes Ooh. of a big hat with a big feather. I'm so glad you brought it back to this, because that song is a satire, okay. and it's meant to make fun of the Americans who, in general, it's supposed to, like, dual purpose make fun of macaroni and people who were trying to be posh, because the idea was that just putting a feather in your hat does not make you posh, does not make you high class. but you're gonna act like you are you're gonna act like hot shit this is the same as like when you see people buy like the very printed designer like a louis vuitton bag that is so obnoxiously there for the branding and it's like well that doesn't make you rich or high class or whatever it is you you've suck it into the the brand you've suck it into pretending you know it's like a badge like you can't just slap it on and it ends up having the opposite effect it's like you are clearly trying to be that so much that you actually look worse what would you say jean i was i was just saying oh no <laughs> oh i thought you were saying oh no and then you were gonna follow it up with i do that with a louis vuitton <laughs> bag no god i hate <laughs> louis vuitton's disgusting i am not a macaroni unfortunately i refuse to be a macaroni but i've been listening to like some psych like psychological standpoints with this idea of we're obviously living in capitalistic hell like the 21st century is real shit we should go back in time or forward in time i don't care just not now but this idea of like the the online influences and that everybody's just capitalizing buying so much random crap to make themselves look like they have the life or the belongings and there was a psychologist who's like well it's just setting people up for failure because you can look like you have money but if you're spending your money to look like you have money you have no money and it's just it's fucking you over in the long run i think that's fascinating i think it's really interesting because you never see super wealthy like you probably wouldn't know what a super wealthy person looks like because they won't be covered in head-to-toe brand labels they would probably prefer something that's good quality. It's it's not a trope so much, but like you hear like these rich people mm-hmm. say like, I didn't get rich by spending money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they wear like Levi jeans and whatever. And you don't ever think they're rich by looking at them. Like not to judge a book by its cover, but like 
a lot of rich people will not flaunt it and they say that's why i'm rich because i don't spend my money on all this like superfluous garbage that's gonna try to convince other people i'm rich because i don't care about other people i care about my life right you already know you're rich <laughs> right why do i need to prove that to others i don't care about <laughs> the louis vuitton bag for an example so like it's a few thousand dollar bag right but if you were to stick that in an investment account for five ten years yes an exceedingly more amount of money that is going to do you better it's like how people never change because the origin of macaroni like is actually because high class men when they would come of age this was mostly in the uk they would travel the european continent and go to italy and so it's kind of like their study abroad sort of a thing and in italy oh they year abroad yeah they would you know come you know how like you know people nowadays they come back from being abroad and they're all pretentious about it like they're so cultured and worldly that's that's where the humor or the satire comes in they would call them macaroni because you know young men would eat macaroni over in italy and then come back and act like they're hot shit so that they would be like (laughs) oh this fucking macaroni over here wait that's that's like the meaning behind it that is literally the origin origin of the word yes that's amazing wow because they ate macaroni yeah so now that's amazing Wait, real quick. So if you were to refer to multiple people as macaroni, would it be macaroni or macaronis? Mm. Here are the real questions. Is it a group of macaroni? Macaroni sounds right, but I kind of like how silly it sounds to say macaronis. Oh, a bunch of fucking macaronis. (laughs) Macaronis. (laughs) I don't know, because I don't know how to pluralize it in Italian. We can go with macaronis. You know I'm going to start using this now, right? (laughs) Good. Yeah, I hope you're stuck in traffic and you're like fucking macaronis. In their Teslas, they think they're better than me. (laughs) (laughs) Bring it back. Bring it all back, including the fancy little hats. (laughs) Including, don't forget. That you need to go (laughs) ahead with a sword. (laughs) Don't forget. Don't forget to bring back the hats. I love that all throughout history, there's always been people who look at the the snooty and go, you fuckwits. Can't stand this kid. All through history. Yeah. Yeah, so they were making fun of the um, the Americans, but then the Americans liked it, so they kept it. That is so good. Feels very like keeping up with the Joneses, which I think is very American. Like you got to oh, have yeah. what your neighbor has to, to blend But also in. like that is like also absolutely British. I mean, it's like the best example is that like everybody wants to be the queen or the king or have their favor, like that kind of, you know, idol worship sort of. I, I almost think it's human nature, but I'm clearly biased because I come from one of the guilty countries it could very well be human nature we are bizarre um maybe speaking of nature we can swap over to social grooming oh yeah how do we do that social grooming i think is quite fascinating if you picture it do you picture like little monkeys like picking each other for you know nits and lice and just having a really nice time immediately what i thought of yeah so it's that but and it happens across a heap of different animals and my favorite part about it is in most cases it's this form of altruism or this form of like you scratch my back i scratch your back like we're all gonna help each other out and not only that it's just bloody adorable it's so cute when you see when you see animals do this I've got to define like a definition for it, just in case anyone's not aware of what it is. So social grooming is a behavior in which social animals, including humans, clean or maintain each other's body or appearance. 
so in the idea of humans you can kind of think about this like with your young humans who you know don't really know how to take care of themselves yet like you'll brush their hair you'll make sure they're clean you know you'll do that to to benefit them that type of thing useless babies oh pardon jean i'm sorry i was just saying human babies are useless (laughs) (laughs) utterly useless it's true though they're pretty dumb (laughs) i forgot Lindsay's fear of pregnant people oh my god me too Lindsay. i just oh no repulsive i'm sorry for anyone who's pregnant and listening but just no it's just so freaky i want to say unnatural but i know that that's not right you know, I always tell pregnant women, like, up front, I'm like, I, I'm sorry, I know this is probably offensive to you, but, like, I think pregnancies are disgusting. And Can't I just say that to their face? <laughs> no, I do, I do, I do. And I have never gotten a bad reaction. For the most part, they're like, yeah, I get it. Uh, yeah, I get and I'm it. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you're just like, hey. I still have to apologize, You're though. like, oh, I just want you to know I hate everything you've done with your life. That's what you do. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. And the belly button that sticks out is the worst part. Okay. Okay, moving on. Sorry, Sarah. Sorry. Oh my god. We're sidetracking. We're coming back. So grooming is a major social activity by which animals who live in close proximity to each other will bond and reinforce their social structures um, or family links or different relationships through this kind of social grooming. Um, so it's also, I thought this was really cool, it's used as like a conflict resolution. So if you're having a little bit of a disagreement between you and a mate, you might just sit down and picky, pick ticks off each other's back and calm down a little bit and your conflict will kind of dissolve and it's like a way to show that you're not going to kill each other you're gonna you know you've disagreed but you you can get back to doing what you do which I thought was really really cute or it can even be used as like a reconciliation so there has been a big fight and then it's like you know you can imagine the monkey walking over and kind of apologizing by being like I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you. I'll get the I'll get the fleas off your back, which is so. It's cute. like a reminder, like, hey, I still love you. It was yeah. just a fight, you know. Like, I'm over it. Yeah. It's all good. We we value each other, right? Yeah. It's like when you when you like when you're an angry teenager and you like yell at your mom and then you're like, I'm sorry and give her a little hug. Sorry, I still love you. Yeah, it's like coming back to tenderness or you know showing vulnerability. So much of arguing is like hardening and you know fighting is is like to shove each other out and it's like a way to come back together or like I think of like in a movie when it's like you know the protagonists are arguing and you know if like one of them's a woman and a man and whatever and like the man like puts puts a lock of hair behind her ear or something like that like you know oh yeah like a little I still love yeah. you or like we're still good there's a heap of different proposed mechanisms behind why social grooming behavior exists but mainly why it actually helps increase the fitness of the overall group so this can be from the mental health to the physical health of the group and one that i thought was fascinating one of the benefits was reduced disease transmission Mm. and it's similar thing to like uh, how we have like an immune system so to build up immunity you need to be exposed to certain things to help to help build it up so a similar thing and it's also been shown to reduce stress levels in different animals as well so it's all around just really really wholesome really sweet <laughs> i love that one of the most social or one of, sorry one of the most crucial functions of social grooming is to establish kind of like a social network so we have facebook and twitter 
the monkeys, they have social grooming. So it's kind of, and I think we've chatted about this before, how gossip is, or maybe we haven't, but gossip's really important to human civilization in general. So this is this idea of social networking and the idea of gossiping, which is talking about something um, like an event or a person or whatever it might be. And the fact that healthy groups and communities have a healthy level of gossip. And back in the day before, you know, way before the internet or traditional social medias existed, this is how you could kind of vibe out the situation. So were you hearing good reviews about, you know, this person who sold bread? Or were you hearing that this man was was treating women badly? And it was kind of how you built up your social, your network to understand who was good, who was bad, what to trust and what not to trust. So like gossip, gossip, not just like general social interaction like yeah like like, did you hear this did you hear that yeah yeah exactly and so they think it might be a similar thing with these like grooming for social relationships is you're kind of going to different i was going to say people they're not people different animals in your group and you're having that bonding time with them which i just thought was really really fascinating in primates especially so these are like our monkeys grooming is known to have major social significance and it basically controls controls like the whole function and formation of the friendships within the group if you've got lots of tensions lots of like hostility there won't be as much grooming going on or you can you can kind of pick it from their behaviors uh, there was a study on this this subspecies of macaques that showed in effort sorry showed in mri scans that their brains lit up more significantly in the the peripheral cortex which is associated with recognition and memory and the temporal pole which is associated with social and emotional processing when the monkeys were shown pictures of their friends. So they had the monkeys interact in a social grouping. They had them do their social grooming. So they made friendships. They kind of, you know, figured out who each other was. And then they put them under this experiment and they showed them pictures of the monkeys they'd been hanging out with and then random monkeys that they had never met. And just like humans do, their different brain parts are both memory and also like where they attribute like happiness kind of like lit up. They were so excited they saw their friends and so this grooming had built up like whatever relationship they had to a point where in their brain they were they were recognizing their friends and they had positive sweet babies what do you think monkey drama what gene i was just saying sweet babies (laughs) this this is the kind of stuff where i'm like when people are like or they're just dumb animals they don't like feel or or think anything i'm like you you shut up i hate you animals are better than you are exactly They're so much better than we are. I want to know what monkey drama's like. Like, why do they not like some monkeys but like others? Like, I don't know. What's morally? I'm sure there's good monkey drama. I reckon it's all around mating. I mean, that's probably true. I mean, even that, I was going to say, you could probably make a direct correlation with, like, human drama. It's probably, like, a bunch of petty bullshit. But now that you say mating, I'm like... What is half the drama people go with or yeah. people go through with in, in our like circles? It's like who's cheating yeah. on who? And like that's like the biggest gossip there is. Like, did you see yeah. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West? <laughs> oh my god. So it's like, oh my god, I wonder if there's celebrity monkeys. Oh my god. I just don't know. <laughs> oh my god, I love thinking about this. That monkey is so macaroni. Celebrity monkeys. <laughs> So is it just monkeys? No, no. So there's lots of other creatures, some much smaller, some much bigger. So I've listed some of my favorites, and one of them is the short-nosed fruit bat. We love bats here. We know that bats bats. are altruistic. So the fruit bats, short-nosed fruit bats, sorry, um, what they found is that the females initiate this kind of grooming with the males before they go 
out for the night. So at the beginning of their day or night, because they're nocturnal, they kind of groom and they think that the female is doing this to kind of apply her scent, her secretions, secretions. So the the male has to remember what she smells like. And so it's maybe like when they come back, they can find each other again, which is just adorable. Or it's like a hugging, hugging your significant other before you go to work. Yeah, I think it's, I like to think that that's what they're doing. Um, the honeybee also does it. So the honeybee engages in social grooming by cleaning body parts that can't be reached by themselves. So they have to get a little bee, a little friend to help clean the pollen off certain parts of their body. And it's just is so cute. And so not only is it helping them because it helps them be clean, it helps the whole colony because there's more pollen, they can make more honey, all of that good stuff. Do you know specifically what parts they can't reach <laughs> it's just like i can't i've got a scratch is, is this too specific <laughs> i'm laughing because i'm imagining gene trying really hard to imagine the anatomy of a bee i just want to know if it's the butt <laughs> <laughs> i think it's probably the butt yeah because they can't okay, really like do crunches right like they can't really bend in half no they're little chubby bubbies they can't do chubby anything bubbies. they're just like long so we've got happy bees happy bats happy monkeys um we also have this one shocked me but horses horses social groom and i don't know why i kind of i feel like horses i don't know they feel very antisocial to me i don't know if that's my like mild fear of being killed by a horse um but apparently they also engage in social grooming to form pair bonds and they help get you know parasites and other things off places they can't reach so again probably the air Yeah, they definitely can't reach back there. Or maybe, maybe they can. I, I don't know. I've never looked. Oh, and their neck. They can't They can't reach their neck either because, you know, they've yeah. got a long neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've seen horses, like, nibbling at each other's necks, and I was like, oh, that's cute. Yeah, yeah they're, they're killing bugs for each other. other. Also, don't feel bad about, like, fearing being killed by horses. I love animals, but horses are one of the few animals where I'm like, nah, not you. <laughs> Me too. I just get, like, we've spoken before in a previous episode about how people thought, like, black cats have satanic vibes. I feel like horses do. (laughs) Satanic vibes? They seem like they're cunning. I don't trust them. (laughs) Sarah's like, the four horsemen of the apocalypse are actually just the horses. It's actually just the four horses. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No one sees it coming. It's just the horses. That's the twist. They're hiding in plain sight. Except for seahorses. They're the only horses that I really like. And zebras. I know zebras aren't horses, but they've got the same shape, but they don't have the same bad energy, you know? Oh my God. I don't know. Um, I was just, I don't, I don't remember where I heard this recently, but like zebras are basically evil horses. <laughs> like there's a reason you don't see people riding around on zebras and it's because they're like <laughs> fucking assholes. They will like murder your ass if you try to come near them. They're crazy. I mean, like, couldn't that just be the same thing as like, you have a pet cat, but not a pet panther? Like, can't it just be that they weren't domesticated? Yeah, it's true. Uh, I feel, I don't know. Humans are pretty oppressive to like the animal kingdom. I feel like if zebras could have been domesticated at one point or another, it would have happened. How cool would it look if you're like a general of an army and you ride in on a fucking zebra while the rest of your men are on just boring looking horses? It would look cool, but it would, it would probably so last for cool. like five seconds until like the zebra threw you off and like stomped and bit you to death. Those are the real satanic creatures zebras macaroni <laughs> horses <laughs> yes they totally are with all their stripes they think they're so fucking fancy they don't want to let humans ride around on them 
too good for that. Yeah, too posh. Absolutely macaroni. Uh, macaroni. I'm a macaroni horse. Well, that's it. That's my topic. So, like, I, I actually wanted to bounce off of that. Like, Lindsay, you have cats, you said, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do your cats, like, lick each other and reassure each other? Yeah. But then do they also... So... So my cats will do that, but then they'll get into fights midway through. Like, I'm like, oh, you guys are so sweet. Look at you bonding. And suddenly, like, all hell breaks loose. Yes. Yes. I've noticed that. I've noticed I only have two cats. I've noticed that one will clean the other and not vice versa. It's almost like a submission thing. It's social social hierarchy. I think it's like, yeah. I think the, the cleaner is the one who is, like... Uh, uh, putting forward like dominance like I clean you because I'm higher Ooh. up I never really see it the other way around interesting yeah I uh who's the cleaner out of out of Kiki and Casper Kiki will clean Casper but sometimes I think it's because Casper just smells so bad and Kiki's just like <laughs> Kiki's soft like a chinchilla like she is so clean and Casper's just like I'm gonna poop on the floor like I don't even need to put it in the litter box like <laughs> she'll like she I it's like funny it's almost like you know when you tell a child to like do their chores and they do like the shittiest job possible it's like go dust that that surface and they barely touch down on the table or you know like they they make it look like they're doing smeared around yeah 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 they like pantomime the chore and not do it that's Kiki cleaning Casper like she will put her tongue out to clean his head and like barely touch the top of his fur and then run away. Like, okay, I tried. I did it. I did it. Okay, bye. I'm going to go play video games. I wonder if she does it for your benefit to show to show you that she cares. She yeah, they they are like true siblings. Like they clearly love each other but love to hate each other as well. Yeah. That sounds like cats in general. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I also had um at one point rats Ooh. that or by the way, one of the most underrated, beautiful, <laughs> wonderful little so pets cute. ever. Yes, they're so good. Like they get such a bad rep. And their little hands. Yes, they're such cute little hands. It's so cute. But they would groom. I would definitely have a pet rat. Uh, it, they're wonderful, but and they are very clean. Would they groom each other? They groom each other every day, and it's like incessant, and they love it, and it's like it goes both ways. It's not like cats where it's like you know once trying to assert dominance somehow and. The other ones are like freaking out. Ratties are just good little social creatures. And, uh, I'm surprised you didn't mention ratties. Did, did you see them in your research? I didn't. I'm sure they're probably in the list. Yeah. Because they are super sweet. They do get on with each other. I love the level of like consideration that's like, hey, I know it's hard for you to reach that spot or clean that spot well. Let me help you. It's like, it. that's like to me really physical evidence of compassion. Like I know what it feels like to try to clean the back of my neck and I can't. Like it's hard for me. So thank you for helping me. Yay. Yeah. Like collective altruism. Yeah, it's so nice. Animals animals are way better than humans. They totally are. I know we're animals too, but we're like the... We're the macaroni. We're the soot leftover. We're the soot. <laughs> yeah, the animals look at us like, you macaronis. Look at you with your clothing. You're so full of yourselves that you can't even figure out how to groom each other. You are so full of yourselves. You can't even walk anymore. <laughs> You're in a car. 
lazy. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, you guys. Let's give Jean a very, very warm welcome, um, either on Discord or on any social media that you ingest. Let's go ask Alice Pod on Twitter. Go ask Alice Podcast on Instagram. And on our Twitter, there's a link tree to everything that we've ever done on the internet. So you can find an open invitation to our Discord. You can find other streaming platforms. If you don't love the one that you're using right now, you can find our Patreon and you can send us little personalized messages and uh, we'll send you goods. I guess that's how Patreon works. <laughs> and, that that uh, awkward yeah. pause was very reassuring. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we love you guys so, 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 so much. But most of all, we love Robin. We love Robin. Bye. Bye. No, the pressure.